0: Tonight is obedience. How many of you know obedience is good? It should be. Again, obedience is the only proof that you have faith in God. We did that one a few. A couple of months ago, maybe six months ago, we did that. But I thought it was such a good one, we'll do it again. Okay. uh, For a title tonight, I call it Awareness. Awareness, okay. Uh, Pastor Peggy's been speaking on what the last few weeks? Anybody? Give me. Signs, Wonders, and Miracles. And she talked about last Sunday about Demons, All right. Glory to God. So uh, that's what we're going to... I'm going to tackle it in a different way than she does, but I hope you'll catch some of it. Um, So, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks as we look to your word. I thank you, Lord, that we have been challenged, Father God, through music, Father God, that we need to celebrate who we are, Now, Father God, we're asking that your Holy Spirit open our eyes of our understanding to that which your Holy Spirit will give us revelation, Father God, and how to handle ourselves in these last days. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, So often, many in the church are afraid of demons. You say, there's a demon in you. Okay. Because they don't know about their defeat at Calvary. Uh, and the position that we as believers have, or the authority that we have been given over demons. Uh, you know, we just kind of, something menacing like that comes up, we just kind of shy away from it. We, we shouldn't shy away from it. Uh, so, we're going to look at some insights tonight a little bit um, uh, about uh, demons. Um, First of all, angels, the good ones, okay, inhabit the heavenlies, while demons, or demon spirits, are earthbound, okay? So let's go to the book of Matthew, find the book of Matthew with me, and turn to chapter 12. That's Matthew chapter 12. Look at verse 43, Matthew twelve forty-three. When an unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places seeking rest and finds none. Okay. Uh, keep your hand there and turn to the next book, which is Mark. And we want to go to the fifth chapter of Mark. We'll start with verse one. And they came over unto the other side of the sea, unto the country of the Gadarenes. And when he has come out of the ship, immediately there was there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit. Okay. Um, now angels have bodies, their own bodies. Okay. <laughs> So let's turn, let's look at this, Mark, uh, pardon me, the book of Hebrews. We're going to look at angels for a moment here. Hebrews chapter 13. Hebrews chapter 13. Look at verse 2. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unaware. So, uh, That means to entertain an angel. That means you entertain something that looks like a human being. So angels have bodies like you have, we have, okay? Okay, now let's uh, go all the way to the front of your Bible, to the book of Genesis. In Genesis chapter 19, where you will identify here, Genesis chapter 19 verse 1 and there came two angels to Sodom at evening and Lot sat at the gate of Sodom and Lot seeing them rose up to meet them and he bowed himself with his face towards the ground okay now I want from that one we want to go all the way to verse 5 and they called unto Lot and said unto him where are the men which came to thee this night bring them unto us So, the angels look like people, men, all right? Just just want to get you to understand that. Let's not go to the book of Matthew. We're going to be running around a little bit just to get a little, uh, in Matthew chapter 28, see these angels have their own bodies, Matthew chapter 28. Verse 2, Matthew 28, verse 2. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. And his countenance was like lightning, and his raiment was like white as snow. And for the fear of him, the keepers did shake and became as dead men. Verse 5. And the angel answered unto unto the women, Fear not, for ye know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified." So when the women saw the angel, they thought it was a, a person, or a man. Okay. Now let's turn to Acts chapter 10. In Acts chapter 10. So you better be kind to strangers. In Acts chapter 10, Verse, well, let's go to verse 1. And there was a certain man in Caesarea named Cornelius, a centurion of the band called the Italian band, a devout man and one that feared God with all his house, which gave him much alms to the people, and he prayed to God always. Verse 3. And he saw in a vision, evidently about the ninth hour of the day, an angel of God coming to him and saying unto him, Cornelius. Okay. Let's drop down to verse 30. Um, Peter's talking to Cornelius right now. And Cornelius said, Four days ago I was fasting until this hour, and in the ninth hour I prayed in the house, and behold, a man stood before me in bright clothing. Well, we just read at the very beginning, he said it was an angel, now he said it was a man. So a man and an angel... They look the same. Of course, this one, he, here he says he had bright clothing. So don't go out there and get your bling blings on and say, I'm an angel, okay? <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, that, that took our look at angels. Now we'll, we'll go back to our awareness of uh, demons. Um, while demons, ha- demons have an intense craving to enter and inhabit a body, either a human body or that of an a- animal. Let's go to uh, Matthew chapter 12. We looked at it earlier, but we'll look at it again. Matthew chapter 12. Verse 43, Matthew 12:43, we saw it earlier. When an spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places, seeketh rest, and finds none. Then he saith, I will return unto my house from whence I came out. And when he has come, he findeth it empty, swept, and garnished. Then goeth he, and taketh with himself seven other spirits, more wicked than himself, and they enter in and dwell there. Where did he come out of? Where does a demon come out of? Verse 43: When an unclean spirit is gone out of a man. So demons want to habitate in a man or a body of some sort. Okay, let's go to Mark. Again, Mark chapter 5. Let's go to verse 11. That's Mark chapter 5, verse 11. Now there was there nigh unto the mountain a great herd of swine feeding. And all the devils, or demons, besought him, Jesus, saying, Send us into the swine that we may enter into them. So they wa- if they can't occupy a body, a man's body, they want to go into what? Some animal form. So sometimes you, when you say that that dog or that cat is demon possessed. You might be right. <laughs> now I've seen some animals that were pretty well—you uh, could say—demon possessed because they didn't act like a cat or a dog. They were just vicious, and you know. And as we'll find out, demons are vicious. Uh, okay. Um, demons prefer the body of a man so they can. Gratify their evil desires and perversion to cause every evil they possibly can to come to a man, bring forth every corruption into the bodies of men, bringing them forth to death. They are agents of Satan, not of God. A lot of people say, well, this, is, this, this was sent to me by God. No. But it's something horrendous. It's of the devil, not of God. Uh, Okay, now, we're going to find out where these creatures came from. Anybody interested? Okay. Demons are disembodied spirits, beings from the pre-Adamic race. You ever heard of that, the pre-Adamic race, before uh, Adam? was created, there was a pre-Adamic race. We're going to look at that. Just, they are rebels in connection with the planet Earth. They have sinned with the original rebellion on Earth under Lu- Lucifer's reign, if you want to say. So let's turn to the book of Isaiah. The book of Isaiah. And go to the 14th chapter of Isaiah. That's Isaiah chapter fourteen. We will look at verse twelve begin with verse twelve. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer? Son of the morning, how art thou cut down to the ground which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thy heart, I will ascend unto heaven, I will exalt my throne above the stars of God, I will sit upon the throne upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north, I will ascend above the highs, heights of the clouds, I will be like the most high. Whoa. So we see here that uh, Lucifer, he said this is what he wants. Let me read that. Let's read that from the Amplified. might make it a little bit clearer. Verse 12. How have you fallen from heaven, O light bringer and day star, son of the morning? How have you been cut down to the ground? You have weakened and laid low the nations. Blasphemous, satanic king of Babel. You have said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit upon the mount of the assembly in the uttermost north. I will stand above the, the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like the most high. Wow, okay. So that's talking about Lucifer. Okay. Let's now go to the book of Ezekiel and we'll go to the 28th chapter of Ezekiel. This, this is speaking still of Lucifer and we're trying to find out where these demons come from. That's Ezekiel chapter 28. Okay, we'll start with verse 11. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyrus, and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord God, Thou uh, seest up the sum full of wisdom, And perfect in beauty. Thou hast been in Eden, in the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering, and the sardis, topaz, and the diamond, the beryl, the onyx, the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, the carbuncle, and gold. The workmanship of thy tablets and thy pipes were prepared in thee in the day that thou was created. Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth, and I have set thee so. So thou uh, thou was upon the holy mount, of God thou hast walked up and down the midst of the stones of fire. Thou was perfect in the ways verse fifteen, thou was perfect in the ways from the day that thou was created till iniquity is found in thee. By the multitude of thy merchandise, they have filled the midst of thee with violence, and thou hast sinned. Therefore I will cast thee as profane out of the mountain of God, and I will destroy thee, O covering chairman, from the midst of the stones of fire. Verse 17. Thy heart was lifted up because of thy beauty, and thou hast uh, corrupted thy wisdom by reason of brightness. I will cast thee to the ground, I will lay thee, lay thee before kings, that they may behold thee. Okay. That's verse 17. Now let's go to Luke chapter 10. In Luke chapter 10, Jesus is speaking here. Verse 18. And Jesus said unto him, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Wow. Okay. Um, Lucifer led that rebellion against God was defeated. This was before Adam's creation and time. Remember, when we run into or hear of Satan in the Bible in, in Genesis, he come. He, how does he come before Adam and Eve? as a what? Serpent. He takes on a serpent's body because he couldn't take on a man's body because there's no other man other than Adam and Eve, so he had to take on a serpent's body. Okay. Okay. It said that, it says a lot of people, okay. Adam and Eve were the first members of the human race that, we, that, that is known. There was no other nations, but it says that Satan was thrown down into the nations. So they had to be prior to Adam's existence. This is where you get the, the demons of the day. Their prior existence before man's creation. And if you look at the, in Genesis, there, there was a flood. It says there was a flood at the very beginning. Everything was null and void. God doesn't make things null and void. He, he's a creator. He doesn't make things null and void. Thus, it's talked about a flood that took took out everything. That's the old race. That's where you get the dinosaurs. This is why I believe this is where you get your dinosaurs and quote the, the, the uh, caveman that, that we, that's, those were the occupants of Earth at that time. And uh, scientists say that our, our Earth is 60 million years old or so because of the way they can do things. And if we look at the genealogy of the Bible from, from Adam to now is only uh, just about 7,000 years or six, thousand years, I should say, because the seventh year, seventh year or seventh, the next thousand years is going to be under Jesus' reign. So what was before that? So that has to be a pre-daical race, and that's where we get these uh, disembodied. they don't have a body anymore, they just Spirits, just like we, are, they, they were created with the body and a spirit, their bodies were destroyed, but their spirits are still hanging around. And they're trying to get to occupy people's bodies to do their devious things, because that's why they were destroyed, because they got into rebellion, just like some, some of the world is right now, in rebellion against God and they're not they're not confined if you notice when you read about the angels they are confined they are put in prison in chains but these demons are loose hello there how about that okay Uh, again they are not part of Adam's creation that was created in the six days of Genesis chapter 1 verses uh, 3 through uh, Genesis chapter 2 verse 25 so that you can read all that about Adam's creation um, demons, they are called in scripture, evil spirits, unclean spirits, and demons. They have real personalities. They're able to think, because when we read, when this demon goes out, he says, I'm going to look around. So he's thinking, he's, he's got uh, priorities of his own. He can think, he can speak, he can act, because when a person is demon-possessed, oftentimes that demon will Speak through that individual, and it's a complete change of voice and everything else. You know, some of the movies they put out, the people, they do have that change of voice, you know. Uh, Some of it's true and some of it's not, but, you know, they do that. They can speak and act. These these, uh, spirits are also called familiar spirits. So let's look at this in Leviticus chapter 20. In Leviticus chapter 20. Verse 6. And the soul that turns after such that have familiar spirits and after wizards to go a whoring after them, I even will set my face against that soul and will cut him off from among his people. So we're not supposed to um, try to. You know people go to the quote seances and uh, all those type things to speak to the dead. that's <laughs> you don't want to play around with something like that. Um, too many things in heaven. verse twenty seven same uh, chapter verse twenty seven out of chapter six, uh, uh, after after chapter twenty, pardon me, verse twenty seven says, A man also, or a woman that hath a familiar spirit or that is a wizard shall be surely put to death. They shall stone him with stones that their blood shall be upon them. See, God wanted to get rid of all this this trash that is trying to infect us. That's why when um, the children of Israel went went into the land of promise, they were to destroy all the nations that were there because these nations were infected with with the uh, idolatry and uh, perverseness of these nations and god didn't want that for his people and he still doesn't want that for his people and unfortunately some some christians believe that god has changed his mind on certain things and it's not true okay so be aware what you hear check it out in in scripture before you begin to do things you know uh, we see a lot of Christians getting their arms all I mean tattoos and everything it's it's wrong that's demonic it's it's known to be a demonic thing the uh, the nations that uh, worship idols they oftentimes put the idol faces all over their bodies you know and so forth I think, Heather, you have a, a video on that. It'd be interesting for anybody to watch that. It is wild. They call, it's that. And, and what do you see on most people? I'm going off track a little bit. What, what, on, on the tattoos that you see men and women wear, what do you see mainly? Skulls. You know, our society is wrapped up in death. Bad news. All they are is calling demons into them to do these things. And some of these things, I mean... (sighs) Oh, I won't go there. (laughs) Okay. Then uh, they're also called seducing spirits. This is because they'll get you to do things. Uh, First Timothy, let's go to First Timothy. In First Timothy, chapter four, Look at verse one. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Wow, seducing spirits—what to seduce you to do something wrong? And. Well, you can see what people are doing nowadays. I call them crazy, but they are demon. They are being not maybe not demon possessed, but demon oppressed. They want to do these things. Bad news, real bad news. Demons can go in and out of men as they will. We already read that in in Matthew chapter twelve, verses forty-three. He says, "I'm going to go out." As he leaves the man, he goes out and says, okay. And he goes in a dry place. I don't like this. So he goes back to the place where he came out of a man. And it's empty. And it's clean. And he says, oh, I need friends. Seven more of you wicked people or demons come. And we will occupy this individual. Think about the man that uh, Jesus spoke to that had a legion in it. How many times did that guy just, just, he just kept on pulling these things in? You want to think about it was mentioned the other day a little bit, but I'll mention it and bring it forward again. You remember when Elijah and the uh, 400 prophets of Baal went up on Mount Carmel. And uh, Elijah says, we're going to have two altars here. You put your bullock on one, and I'll put mine on the other. And you start your fire, and you call, no, you, you call your, your Baal down to start the fire on these things. And so they were praying to Baal and everything else, and they were getting really upset. And what did they do to themselves? Anybody Remember? They cut themselves, slash themselves. How many people, especially kids nowadays, young teenagers, are cutting themselves? What, what does, what does that show you? They are either demon possessed or demon led. So, if you know somebody that's cutting themselves, you need to pray for them. Hey. Okay, And the demon that came out of, out of um, I think it was Gadarenes It said that nobody could hold him and that uh, he changed it and he, he also cut himself. So you know that the, when, the, when you're hearing about students or other older people and you mainly hear about young people cutting themselves they are being led by demons. You need to pray for them. Because they're not going to make it if they don't clean themselves up. And it's up to you to go out there and tell them. Oh, a lot of you jumped for Joey in that one, didn't you? <laughs> the New Testament church knew, starting in Acts, knew and believed in the existence of Satan and demon spirits. Let's go to Acts chapter 5. Because you don't really hear it too much in the Old Testament, but in the New Testament you read, they really bring it forth. Uh, Acts chapter 5, looking at verse 3. And Peter said, and Ananias said, Why has Satan filled thy heart to lie to the Holy Ghost and to keep back part of the price of your land? So they knew that Satan was alive and, and demons are along there. And let's drop down to verse 16. And there also came a multitude out of the cities, round about Jerusalem, bringing sick folks, and them that were vexed with unclean Spirits and they were healed, every one of them. Glory to God. I'm glad Jesus doesn't leave anybody out. If you come to Him, He will receive you. He's, he's not gonna say, Clean up a little bit more. I don't want you in heaven. He said, I'll take you the way you are. You remember that, that the thief on the cross? I can't do it. Just but remember, and Jesus said, this day you'll be with me in paradise. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We just have to ask him into our hearts. Don't, you know, when people say, well, I, I've got to change. No, you don't have to change. Jesus loves you just like you are. He will make, the cha- make changes in you. You just come to him as you are. Just receive him. Amen. Let's go to Acts chapter 26 at this point. In Acts chapter 26. verse 18 to open the eyes and turn them from the darkness to light from the power of Satan unto God that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me says Jesus glory to God hallelujah that's the way to go get to know Jesus Um, the new church also understood the purpose of of darkness. Let's look what darkness does. Second uh, Corinthians, looking at Second Corinthians chapter two. Second Corinthians chapter two. Now here's the purpose of Satan, verse eleven. Lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. He has, he's crafty. Let's look at that in verse eleven. To, Satan, to keep Satan from getting the advantage over us, for we are not ignorant of his wiles and his intentions. Once we know what his wiles and intentions are, we need to put a big detour sign in front of us and get away. Amen? Glory to God. Um, and John 10.10. Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That's Satan's purpose. That's demon's purpose, to kill, steal, and destroy. These, they have a hatred for mankind because we are created in God's image. Okay? Um, the church also knew that demon spirits deceive, oppress, and possess... Uh, Men. so let's go back to Acts chapter 16 or to Acts chapter 16 I should say not back to but Acts chapter in Acts chapter 16 verse 16 from the amplified and as we want to wait to the place of prayer we were met, by a slave girl who was possessed by a spirit of divination, claiming to, to foretell the future events and to discover hidden knowledge. And she brought her owners much gain by her fortune-telling. Wow, how many... I'm not going to ask how many went out there the fortune-tellers, but uh, I'm not supposed to do that because that's somebody's demon-possessed. They're just telling you they're fortune-telling. Somebody that fortune has, tells fortune-telling are demon possessed. Stay away. Unless you're gonna try to get them out of the out of that lifestyle. That means you've got to bring the love of Jesus there. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Okay. Church also know that, that knows that Spiritual warfare is with invisible forces. So the person that uh, is acting like a demon-possessed person, it's not him, but the spirit that's within him that's causing these things. You remember when, when one of the priests the sons of Sceva. They were going to, oh, we can do it. The seven sons of Sceva, where they go? They went running down there. We can do this. We can cast out this demon, out of this guy. And what? They said, in the name of Jesus, whom Paul knows. Uh (laughs) And the demon says, I don't know you. And he, Beat them up, and they went running out. They were torn up, scared. So, you better know Jesus and your authority. Don't say by such and such authority. We have to know. There are invisible forces. Uh, chapter Ephesians chapter six. Did I tell you to go there? Beginning in verse 10. Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole arm of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For he wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual weaknesses in high places. Oh my gosh. Wherefore, well, take unto you the whole arm of God that ye may be able to withstand the evil day, having done all to stand. And we are in the evil day. These are the last days, and it says evil would run abound. That good would be called bad, and bad would be called good. And that's what's happening today. The law is for the crooked and the perverse. And those that are righteous are being persecuted. Persecuted tormented, or killed. So we need to put on the full armor of God because we are in a war. Okay. They understood, they also understood that a lost person is blind to the truth of the gospel and, and is under the influence and sometimes the control of demon spirits. Let's go back to Acts chapter 26. I think we looked at this one, but we'll look at it again. Acts chapter 26. We looked at it. We'll read it. Verse 18. To open their eyes and to turn them from the darkness to light, from the power of, of Satan unto God, that they might receive forgiveness of sins and an, an inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith in Christ Jesus. And also now let's turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Look at this one. We need to really check this one out. In Second Corinthians chapter 4, looking at verse 4 from the Amplified, For the God of this world has blinded the unbelievers' minds, that they should not discern the truth, preventing them from seeing the illuminating light of the gospel of the glory of Christ the Messiah, who is the image and likeness of God. So they knew that we ought to know that the devil will come, come along and has blinded their minds. So when you approach, when you go out so early, you need to ask the Lord to, to open up the hearts and minds of people that you are going to present the gospel to, or have him lead you to people that have their eyes open, and that are ready and willing to hear the truth. So that you will be successful in your Soul winning. Amen. Let's go to now go to the book of Ephesians chapter 2. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I hope you're learning something tonight. Ephesians chapter 2. Looking at verses uh, starting with verses verse 1. That's Ephesians 2 verse 1. And you have he quickened who are dead in trespasses and sin. When in times past you walk according to the course of this world according to the prince and power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we had our conversation in times past, in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, even as others. In other words, hey, look what we have been pulled out of. We need to pray that God will lead us to the lost that we can get them saved. They understood the source of sickness. Ch- chapter uh, Acts chapter 10 In Acts chapter 10 the source of sickness Verse 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. So all sickness and disease comes from the devil. Amen. Mark chapter 16. In Mark chapter 16. This is what the church, early church knew. And this is what we should also also know. Mark chapter 16. The early church knew this. They knew the authority of Jesus' name. Mark chapter 16, looking at verse 17. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. Glory oh, to God, hallelujah. Glad you're all enthused out there. You got blinders on tonight? Oh, okay. Well, I was just wondering. I thought we'd have some, somebody get it. Maybe we'll have to play that beginning of that God Can song again and wake up to it. Jump around. Looks like the way you're looking is maybe, maybe he can. No, he can. Glory to God. Uh, Let's turn to Acts chapter 16 then. Or maybe you're caught up in the pages of the Bible. Acts chapter 16. Verse 18, the authority of Jesus' name. Look at this. That's Acts 16, chapter 16, looking at verse 18 from the Amplified. And she did this for many days. Then Paul, being sorely annoyed and worn out, that's bad news. He was all worn out with this woman uh, and annoyed. Turn and said to the spirit within her, I charge you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out of her that very moment. When you know there's something going on, let's take care of it right away instead of being annoyed. Get rid of the problem right right away. Don't let it linger on. So many of us, well, let let somebody else do it. And let's turn to the book of James chapter 4. James chapter 4, verse 7, King James Version. Submit yourselves therefore unto God. Resist the devil, and he will be your companion. No, he will flee from you. And... That really puts a sore spot on each and every one of us because sometimes we just pal up with a guy. Oh, I can't. this is such a been bad day. It's such a been t- bad day. I don't know why it's been such a bad day. Can you tell me why? Can you tell me why? He says resist him he's going to flee. If you resisted him, he wouldn't, he wouldn't be your pal any longer. Hello? That's true. We wouldn't be in the mother grubbies all the time. Oh, man, I can't figure why it's so wrong. He's telling you why. You're having a good conversation with it. Resist him, he'll, he'll go away and you won't have that conversation. Hello. Now, we need, we need to know five aspects of demon activity. Demon activity. One, demons want to enslave you with addictions and uncontrollable compulsive desires. Drugs, alcoholism, sexual perversion, and etc. So they want to enslave you through addiction and uncontrollable, compulsive desires. Two, they want to dilute and deceive you with false doctrines, false religions, and a uh, counterfeit gospel. So let's, uh, since we're there, let's go to uh, First Timothy, First Timothy chapter four. verse 1 and 2. Now the Spirit speaks expressly that in the latter times, we are living in these latter times, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits, doctrines of devils. How many people you know that have been Christians for a long time, are kind of weighing off, kind of sliding away. Look, look at what happened. it says that they've been Seduced. speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. I'm going to read that from the Amplified. But the Holy Spirit distinctly and expressly declares that in the latter times some will turn away from the faith, giving attention to deluding and seducing spirits and doctrines that demons teach through hypocrisy and pretensions of liars whose conscience are seared or cauterized so when you sear something it it closes it off so their conscience is closed off to the word of God and all, all I can hear is the trash that's stuck in them they gotta be opened up to the gospel again you need to pray the only thing that's gonna get those people free is prayer and fasting, you're gonna to have to really get down with God on it. Praying is just not gonna do it. God, Jesus said, these some of these things will only come out through prayer and fasting. And those that are that have known God that are on on sliding downhill, we need to fast for them, not just pray. Oh, pray, Lord, just. Just help them out somehow, some way. No, you need to pray and fast. That means you have to put yourself, you have to open up. God says, is this not the fast that I've chosen to break the bonds that have kept them in chains? Fasting, you need to pray and fast. Whoa. It hurts some of us because some of us don't like to fast. you have that other spirit working in you stomach it growls every time you, you skip a meal well the you only know, it's the only way that the spirit man will come alive hello am I getting anybody here tonight? Okay, demons can present themselves as angels of light. Oh, that person, oh, that person's such a good Christian. I know they're a good Christian. They wouldn't lead me astray. And people get led astray by, quote, some of the best Christians around. you got a few of them right now teaching that Christianity and and Islam can work together. It can. It's an angel of light. Promoting false Jesus, false gospels, counterfeit gifts and signs. A seducing uh, demon of deception is behind every false teaching and false religion. False uh, cults and uh, philosophies being promoted in the world today. So don't be caught up with deceiving Number three, they are the source of sickness and disease. We looked at it at that array, Acts 10:38, Amen. Uh, number four, uh, they are here to harass and torment people with fear, depression, oppression, vexation, vexation, insomnia, and tormenting thoughts. Uh, since we're right in there. Timothy, let's go to 2 Timothy real quick. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. 2 Timothy 1, 7. From the Amplified, For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, or of cowardness, of craving, and cringing, and fawning fear, but he has given us a, a spirit of power, love, and calm, and well-balanced mind, and discipline, and self-control. That's what we have. So, some of us need to take that scripture and begin to meditate upon that scripture, uh, especially when, when it's uh, how it's written here in the Amplified. I like that. He has given us a spirit of power and love and calm and well balanced mind and discipline and self control. Need to start meditating on that so we're not going to fall down. And we also could look at this one, First John. So go back to the, almost to the end of the Bible. First John chapter 4. Verse 18. That's first John chapter 4, 18 from the Amplified. There is no fear in love. Dread does not exist, but full growth, complete and perfect. Love turns fear out of doors and expels every trace of terror. For fear brings with it the thought of punishment, and so he is afraid has not reached the full maturity of love, is not yet grown into love's complete perfection. Wow. So if, we're, if we have any fear or, or frighten, we, we don't have enough love in us to keep this thing off. It says love will hold it back. So we need to get back into love scriptures. Look, at, look we're building this thing up again. Amen? Okay, glory to God, hallelujah. Number five, and I guess we'll close with this one. They wage uh, warfare against the church of God, attacking, hindering, and opposing uh, believers in every way they can. They will attack our minds, our bodies, our finances, our families, relationships. They will try to hinder us from living for God and doing the works of God to which we are called. That's what they will try to do. Oh, let me give you these three. One more. I'm sorry. I can't close. The line. These, these are the good ones. Um, three things that the enemy hates and fears. The spoken word of God. That means you need to start confessing God's word. That's the spoken word of God. Start confessing the word of God in your life, around your life, around your family, around your Job, whatever it may be. Speak the word of God. Whatever negative thing comes out that's against what the word of God says, you've got to speak it for us. Two, we have to know. The, the third thing, the enemy hates and fears these. The authority of Jesus' name. You need to speak in the name of Jesus with authority. Not like the sons of Sceva now, but with authority. And we need to know what... Uh, that the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony does. God's word does not tell us to interview or discuss things with demons. Who are you in there? What is your name? How many, you know, how long have you been in there? It's not a conversation that you carry on with the devil. We are to bind them and render them helpless and cast them out if they need to be cast out. If you know that person is not going to hold on to to, uh, uh, their freedom, don't cast out the devil. Just bind it. Don't let let him bring in more, but bind it until that individual gets built up in the Word. And then you can say, okay, it's time for you to well, cast these things out because you've got enough word in you that that will take up that slack spot. Amen? So don't interview the devil when he's talking to you, all right? Okay, we'll close off with there. I got, hope you got something out of that this, this tonight. Anybody need prayer tonight?